Because. <laughs> hey, so, we are learning to adapt right here. Oh, for so. sure. So um, the, the other ta- one that go ahead. I You're talking about was, running up and down the floor and because, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, you know, because of this nuance, like how are you actually going to practice trying to maneuver with electronic whistle, which the first time I tried to do it, it for those on the on the listening may not remember, but this whole old school bird dog thing. Right. So where mm-hmm. you were supposed to put your fist up in your opposite arm at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like, okay, I got to try to hold a electronic whistle and hit a button, by the way, and time it so I don't look off, you know? And Mm. so it's like, are you practicing that? Are you being, are you preparing yourself for those moments so that you don't look awkward, so that you look professional, you look competent because perception is everything. So Mm. are you preparing for that? You don't need a court to do it. You can do it in your basement. You can do it in your backyard. You can do it inside your house. Obviously, you probably don't want to hit that electronic whistle, (laughs) but you know, it makes a difference. And then the second one is, and I, I especially said this to all the younger officials, I said, you need to understand that there's a potential unless you are one of the big dogs in the country. Not all these officials are going to be traveling from, you know, all these cities and states because of the simple fact of they're worried about the possible spreading. So Mm -hmm. if you're going from state to state and you have to do it via plane, you may be restricted as an official to only be in a certain area or a certain region, which would mean officials who are in other regions may get opportunities. So are you going to be ready for that opportunity? Mm -hmm. You know? And I, I think you're, I think you've hit the nail right on the head. And and, uh, and I've talked about this before, and I'll continue to share it. You know, if you're sitting through, you know, I call it C19. If you're just sitting through C19, going, I can't just wait to go back to work like normal. You're making a big mistake. Yeah. You're making a huge mistake. And I'm even going to share a story. Um, I, I we, it's, I think this story is really relevant to what we're talking about. My son, who was working for, he's a mechanic, and he was working his first year in kind of a summer job but the the owner was you know doing everything he can do to keep him on knowing times are lean in within the COVID-19 scenario he made a mistake which people make mistakes all the time but he made a mistake which cost the owner a little bit of money and he was already stretched thin in that scenario so when you if, if, if times are, are hardy and, and business is coming in like crazy and you make, we'll just call it a $500 mistake. It doesn't have near the impact right. when times are lean. And now you make a hardy mistake, a, a $500 mistake. It has twice the impact. Exactly. And I say all that to relate it to officiating. Well, I got news for you. You know, times are lean. There's not many games to have. Yep. So if, if this mistake, you know, whatever mistake you make on the floor, whether it not show up for the game on time or, you know, you know, whatever that is. And then, well, Hey, listen, times are lean there. I got people pouring in this place that are trying to get this position. So if you don't find a way to, to elevate your game physically, mentally, emotionally, all that stuff, you will find yourself on the outside looking in because you haven't pivoted during these times. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, uh, listen, well, we've done three segments, <laughs> but um, I want to uh, finish up just a couple because I'm, I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. okay. 
Um, and if you've listened to my podcast, you know what they're going to be, but that, that might be a little, little bit different. So when I, just before the third one though, uh, we're going to, we won't answer in three right away. So the first question is what books are you reading? Do you recommend to the people out there right now? Oh man. Uh, let's see here. Honestly, any book by Simon Sinek. Mm -hmm. Uh, so one I started reading last year and, and a lot of the books I have to admit that I read is because I understand that I'm in a role as a leader and I try to be the best leader I can, but I'm also mm -hmm. trying to influence and encourage and support those in the role of, roles of leadership, which for me are a lot of students, whether they're grad assistants or undergrad students, because when they're in higher ed and even if they weren't, um, I think there's a lot of empowerment in that. And I want them to be able to not just follow my lead. I want you mm -hmm. to lead I want you to come to me and say, you know what, Tasha, I really think that this is something that would be great for my program um, and, and whatnot. So I started with the book, Start With Why. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, ironically, a grad assistant of mine, uh, Alex, she has started reading the book uh, Leaders Eat Last, and both mm -hmm. by Simon Sinek. So I, I would definitely um, uh, recommend those. Um, there's a couple other books, but I have to tell you right now, my brain is not giving me names <laughs> and titles, but in, anything in, you know, self-improvement, um, mm. leadership, uh, kind of stepping out of your comfort zone um, and challenging yourself. I think any of those, those are good. Um, also recommend a lot of great podcasts like yours, Jeff. Um, and you know, just other things that you can either listen to, um, or other ways in which you can learn, um, for people just to step out of their comfort and, you know, just try to learn things differently. Cause the more awareness we have and the more learning we can do, the better we can be. But also when we interact with people, we can help to make them better. Um, and so that's, that's a really big push for me all the time. Yeah. I, w I couldn't agree with you more on Simon. I mean, he, he, he has plenty of YouTube stuff. Oh, yeah. He's got, you know, he's, he's posting blogs and vlogs and whatever. I mean, it don't, don't, don't take much to listen to him for a few minutes and you'll realize, you know, he is giving some great um, insight on quality leadership. And that's what we want to be as, as officials or even in, in just in the world in general. So exactly. Uh, number two, what do you have? We would like, you know, I, I call it non-negotiable. You know, give me a non-negotiable you have that you make sure that you do every day, Monday through Monday, no weekends off. So something that is non-negotiable for you that you want to make sure you do every day. Oh, that's a good one. Um, honestly, just have a mindset of learning. Uh, you know, in this wonderful <laughs> pandemic, um, oh. I have probably tuned into more podcasts mm -hmm. and more YouTube things that, you know, pop up on your feed. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have probably learned more about, um, some of the not so nice things in this world, mm -hmm. um, you know, or just the history of things. Um, so for me, uh, uh, something that I have to do is I got to learn something new. Um, and it doesn't mean I have to dedicate six hours to it, but it's just, you know, try to learn something new, learn a different perspective, um, you know, that, that's, that is a, a constant, uh, for me. So I would say that's a non-negotiable meaning I have to learn something every day, even if it's small or reading a great quote 
and sharing that with someone um, or seeing something that is powerful and making sure that I share. Mm. Yep. I think it's, you know, I, you know, 30 minutes of self-improvement for me every day, I got to find 30 minutes to work on myself, yeah. whether that be a podcast, a YouTube video, whatever that is, read a book, something, yeah. audio book, whatever that might be 30 minutes. So yeah, um, I love that. All right. Before the third and final question, can you give the listeners a chance to uh, a way to contact you? What's the best way if they might have if something resonated with them and they you know have a question or you remarked on something and they want to expound on that? What would that uh, be? I would actually say email. I am not a uh, big social media person. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so email is uh, Detroit Six Red at gmail.com so uh the city detroit the number six and then the color red at gmail.com is is the easiest thing and uh you know obviously let me know who you are and um i would love to start a conversation and if it extends to uh us actually talking um over the phone uh i'm i'm more than uh, willing to do that and welcome that actually perfect that's awesome and of course you can contact me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com and then on the facebook page tng for tenacity and grit on my facebook page all my content is on there all right you there yes i'm still here last question (laughs) when it's all done and over what do you want your legacy to be this is a great question it's actually a question that i uh, pose to my grad assistants Mm -hmm. before we offer and hire them Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we always ask that question and they're just like what Mm -hmm. Uh, well you'll be happy to know i offered to do you put you on the podcast before i knew what your legacy is going to be so i'm I'm ready for it (laughs) oh okay all right well um hopefully hopefully it will match what you think um honestly legacy for me is to put people in a position for them to be successful I am a firm believer, particularly, I think, more so because I work with college students and I love working with college students, is I'm going to put you in position to set you up for success. You also have to do that. And you also have to understand the impact that you can have on people, positive, negative. um, And we want those impacts to be positive. But understand decisions that you make, what you say, what you do has a impact has influence and the more that you strive to be a person who wants to be better wants better for others the more of a complete person you will be Mm. Um, so for me it's just giving people opportunities to learn to be better and to challenge themselves Um, and hey i'm gonna support you all the way 110 percent like you said before Mistakes are going to happen. It's part of it. That's how we actually learn to get better. Because if we don't make mistakes, we're never going to get better. Mm. Um, but then support them in that process. Encourage them. So I would say that's, that's my legacy, that uh, development and support um, and just really striving to see people be better um, and accomplish the goals that they want. Yeah, I think, I think that's a great mindset to have. And, you know, this is something I'll just add to that is, you know, that, you know, as I talk about legacy all the time, legacy doesn't happen. I don't build a legacy tomorrow. Correct. <laughs> I build a legacy, you know, for the greater good, as I like to say, you know, we got to be looking for the greater good. When I'm 85, 90, 
and I'm, and, and I'm in my casket and they're all around me. You know, I want everyone to say the same thing. I want yeah. everyone to understand that powerful impact. I hopefully a powerful impact that we're having on wow. the people around us. And I think that is a great, great goal for a legacy. So yeah. awesome okay. stuff. All right, <laughs> Tasha, we did it. We, we, we did it. It's, <laughs> it, it was, it's been one of the most adventurous podcasts I've ever done so far. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was with you, Jeff. Truly yeah. appreciate all that you do. Um, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed it. Uh, and I really thank you for reaching out to me and asking me to be on your podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm so thankful that you were able to spend a little bit of your day with us and, um, as as I like to tell people, I like to give them one final thought, um, you know, and I, I want you to know this, Natasha, you know, is, is all the work you're doing, you know, all this work, whether it be with intramural officials or, you know, first year NCAA officials, whatever that is, you know, that is going to add to your legacy in in many, many ways. And, you know, we we have a hard time telling people thank you we have a hard time you know just responding back hey thank you i'm here to tell you i thank you for pouring into the other officials around you and whether they may be afraid to say that or not i'm here to tell you your hard work is not going unnoticed thank you for that well thank you jeff uh appreciate your hard work and appreciate you saying that Uh, Uh, yeah yeah something so easy that Mm -hmm. we can say to people Mm -hmm. we should never hesitate that's right yeah. yeah All right. It's my, been my pleasure, and I hope your day is nothing short of amazing today. Sounds good. It's been pretty good so far, so I'm looking forward, looking forward to the rest of it. Great, great news. So, all right, Tasha, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, Jeff. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.